0: When Cool Daniels set off on a three-week family trip to the US, she never envisaged that her fitness business of 20 years would close on her return. A few days into their trip, COVID shut down businesses and changed the way of life in the US, with Australia following soon after. Cutting their trip short, Brakita, her husband Ricky and their three boys returned home to Bendigo only to spend the next 14 days in self-isolation. During this time, Briquita and Ricky managed their team remotely to ensure government regulations were adhered to, members were communicated with, and then finally, the temporary closure of their gym, D-Club 24-7 Fitness. Brakita shares with us how COVID is impacting her business and the fitness industry, why she's holding back on any big pivots, and how she's navigating what she regards as the toughest time in her business career. Meet my friend and mentor, Brakita, from D-Club 24-7 Fitness. Welcome, Brakita, and thank you for being today's podcast guest. Thanks, Kimberly. Looking forward to our chat. Yes, me too. Uh, now, you are a friend of mine. Uh, we started off as clients and then sort of moved into a little bit of a mentor role. We've featured you in the magazine. You've been a guest speaker at an event. I just thought, why not go for the trifecta and have you on the podcast? what's going on here? (laughs) Exactly. Aren't I lucky? (laughs) You're very lucky. I just find that um, I always gain some new uh, little bit of advice in business from you when I do have the chance to meet with you. And I just know that there's other women out there that would really appreciate hearing your story. And and as soon as you speak like that, one of my first
1: things that I'm saying to myself, but I'd like to share with the viewers is... um, you know, it's it's the meeting of other people that you don't realise the great things that will come into your life. And the fact that I've always been, I, I'm, when I say I'm a yes person, I'm open to opportunities and I'll always give someone the platform to listen to what they have to say. So if you had cold called me about what you're doing and so forth, yes, I'll give you the time and look where it's led to. Yeah. You know, yep. <laughs> a long term <laughs> friendship, as well as um, I'm glad that I can share 30 years of business, fitness uh, industry and with yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, learnt so
0: much. So, I look, I know myself and it's it's selfish in a way too that um, – so when I'd come into the gym to work, so you're based in Bath Lane and have been here for 20 years mm-hmm, now, yep. um, so I'd come in here, work for the day and, you know, you'd be across the desk from me, ask a few questions and I'd always leave, knowing a little bit more about business for my myself and – even just personally being a better person, I think, um, I wanted to speak specifically about COVID and its impact on the fitness industry, as well as your business. It hadn't really even started when you had to go on a trip to the States earlier this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our uh, long-awaited 10-year reunion to go and see my husband's family in North Carolina for his mum's 70th birthday. We got there and we got to enjoy a few days of um, sort of holiday spirit and the party and very quickly uh, it all changed Um, I just remember well I remember hearing that the government in Australia was going to make sure that anyone coming back from overseas would have to be isolated for 14 days and I thought oh my god we can't be away for 3 weeks and another 14 days by the time we got back so we started looking into changing our airfares to get back a bit quicker Uh, which it took us three days to do that. Luckily by then, obviously a lot had been happening more than we thought. You know, when you're in holidays, you're not really keeping in touch with what's going on. Uh, But Qantas had already put a post out that they were um, being more flexible with no change fees and things like that. But it did take three days to get back. And then um, straight into isolation, our home with our whole family, um, all three boys, husband and dog. (laughs) (laughs) That was another thing. Dog was in uh, boarding kennels, so had to get him back. Poor Milo. and then within two days of being home with the government says gyms must close their doors, 12 o'clock Monday, 23rd of March, if I remember.
0: Yeah, so you had to really rely on the staff that you have mm-hmm. uh, to manage that. And, I mean, looking from the outside in, you wouldn't actually have known that you guys weren't here, no. you know, oh, okay. physically yeah. in mm. the business, helping to transition from all those different
1: changes, you know. Yeah. And look, that was a really good lesson to learn in regards to... It may not have looked that way but personally i was thinking that i've absolutely isolated from the team and everybody but um it was nothing you could plan for nothing i could do but guess what my troopers of a team came through all right they did need some guidance still because i i had the time to look into all the recommendations of hygiene sanitization doing anything we could to make our members feel comfortable to still come in because the doors were still open yeah. and i'm over in the us with our family uh, at the same time um, with us away, they already had a, a heavier workload than usual. With the clients. <laughs> oh, so. Wow. Um, but isn't that the lesson that to have faith in your team, know sometimes that you have done the right training to give them the strength to, to get through it. Yeah,
0: and they are a young team as well. I think that needs to be mm. pointed out. They're a really young team but obviously have fantastic, you know, leadership through yourself and Ricky to, yeah, to be able to just steer the ship while these guys want to yeah, here. Yeah, like,
1: I think it's, um. I mean, obviously leadership is many different qualities and different ways but I think that they believe enough in us that when we say let's do this or let's do that that there's no question that they uh, they're not question I'd like to question if it's wrong but most of the time they understand that that's probably the, the right directive you know that we've done our research and so forth um, to help them for them to feel right and good because remember they're one of the members as well yes they're, they're worrying about all the contact they are <laughs> and so forth so um Yes, and luckily also I I don't mind doing all the videoing on Facebook and social media so I could do that overseas. I did um, just the one when I was down at the pier on the the beach. Funny enough, my husband grow, has grown up on a North Carolina beach, and he can't swim. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay, <laughs> and hopefully that was just that was probably just a starting point of me really not knowing what's going on, mm. but just um, checking in.
0: Yeah, checking in. Now you guys did finally check in both you and Ricky uh, on camera on Facebook just to let your um, your members know what was happening. Yes, and that was just fantastic to see both your faces because I know obviously I knew you guys were were out of the country, <laughs> yeah. but I. I don't think anyone else did. No,
1: I didn't. I didn't misread that. I have to be honest because um, just because I had been speaking and planning our US holiday with the rest of the family as well as putting things into place for the team to be able to operate fine without us, um, I misread that everybody else probably knew that we were away (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that wasn't the case. So finally we did... um, you can get the message through on a, on a video to let everyone know that we were
0: thinking of them
1: and what we've done and so forth. And yeah, the message came back. Oh, yeah. Great to know you're back again. It was.
0: <laughs> and look, there is a nice little lesson in that, that it's not just that one time you have to come out and, and I suppose promote a message. You do need to layer it. So uh, your audience won't always see that first message. So it's important to, you know, do your Facebook Live, maybe another post, Instagram, Instagram Stories, email, yes, um, yeah, you know yeah. SMS. Yeah.
1: Look, and and this is the due diligence of it's still hard work, and you absolutely, in your business need to know your demographic or your target group, or in the sales pitch, who's your who? <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, and share, and we have quite a broad range in that way, which. I mean, I'm told over and over again it should be narrow. But in a nutshell, we have a really good student group between 17 and 19 years of age. They're Instagrammers, they're Insta stories and everything like that. So I've got to get the message out to them in that way. Snapchat, TikToks, TikTok. TikToks, <laughs> yeah. doing TikToks, and then I have um, being in business for over twenty years. Um, I've got um, you know people in that demographic, forty, fifty, and over, who are your Facebookers. So there's another way, and of course, there's no Facebookers at all. There's the email, all right, um, and even texting. Some people still they're scared of the email in regards to all the hackers and the spams <laughs> and everything. Sharing like their that, personal sharing, details, exactly. yes. Um, And you have to speak a different language each time. You do. You You have
0: to obviously um, customise your message for each platform because the text message is hard. You only usually get about say 250 characters right. and, and if you
1: don't capture them with those first few words yeah you're not even gonna look at it any no further. <laughs> not at all so yeah, so uh message is that there was a bit of hard work there and we getting the message out
0: yeah now how are you looking after your members at the moment um what's happening with their memberships you know what are you providing them in terms of i suppose home workouts Yeah, look, a couple of things there. Uh, It was not a huge
1: lesson but a reminder lesson of the fact that our member database is not owned by us um, because we use an outside billing company to do um, the regular debits and so forth. Well, even without our choice, that billing company stopped everything immediately. We would have as well because, you know, there's no business. So mm-hmm. I think everybody has gone on an official suspension So until we know what the future holds. Uh, but, yeah, the lesson being that the company did it anyway and uh, that's always frightening to, to, you know, a business that is yours independently in everything you do. <laughs> but really when you go with an outside billing company or any type of outside type of app or, you know, that sort of thing, just remember you don't own it. Unless you develop it yourself.
0: Which is such a surprise because I obviously know who you use as your billing company and it, it, they are such a big organisation in yes. the health and fitness industry. Mm. So many people use them. So that's phenomenal. Well, it, it
1: didn't even give us an opportunity to ask our members, would you like to continue your membership and we'll give you A, B,
0: C and D. You yeah. know yeah, I mean?
1: yep. Um, not, like, not immediately, which is mm. like
0: stop. I mean, yep.
1: how frightening is that?
0: That's For your business. You yeah. can't, you know, you don't know, I suppose, how to, Prepare or how to plan for nothing. that? Nothing. I mean, oh my god, payroll, yeah. bills, yeah.
1: license fees, nothing in life. Uh, life. Yeah. But I mean, we're not the only one in that boat. Not. But it was the it was the the biggest shock that just like twelve o'clock on Monday, March twenty third, and instantly, you know, debits are stopped. Wow. You know, And not even from us getting to the company to say, please, can you do this for us? Yep. Um, and then now the hardest thing is the members that did are still happy to continue paying their membership to support us, to make sure we can come back to business with staff and programs and things like that. That's taken a lot harder. That's, that's like a two or three more emails and back and forth, you know what I mean? Yeah. So classically in life, it's, you know, these big companies just do things without your permission. And then when you do the right things to get permission back, it's like this just to put you through a few hoops. Yeah. So, yeah, that, they are big challenges that I've never had to deal with before and you have those days of like, oh, can I keep doing this? You know, how is this going to look? What's it going to look like? Um, and then, uh, I'm, honestly, I'm that type of person. By the next day, it's all a different thought process. I will do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Find out a way. You just need that moment. Yeah, we all need yep. that
0: moment, don't we? <laughs> we do. And I suppose just to pause on that point of your personality, um, what traits are sort of getting you through this this time? Look,
1: um, my trait of uh, uh, perseverance. That's a huge part of my trait. My patience. Um, I am someone who's not afraid to ask the questions. Now, where that comes in is I'm doing my research. I'm Facebooking and messaging and talking to people and asking questions without, you know, what do they think that I'm asking? Is it a silly question? And all those sort of thoughts. That None of those things have ever bothered me. So that is helping me to understand the direction that I may take when we get the green light to open the doors again. So uh, that's all that uh, perseverance is and resilience and things yeah. like that, which yeah. um, well, many people have and I think that's one of my traits of years of being in an industry that has grown phenomenally um, the competitiveness was just ridiculous. I, I, I think every day that I bumped into someone, the, the, the phrase was, gosh, there's a lot of gyms around, isn't there? Yeah. And that can be disheartening. Oh, it <laughs> that can. can be very disheartening. But at the same
0: point, <laughs> I don't know if it's a Bendigo thing exactly, but there's lots of coffee shops and hairdressers yeah. as well. Like there'd be so many other indis- people owning businesses in those industries that yeah. feel exactly and the same. And I would same. try and
1: point that out, but still secretly you're just like, okay, and I know that in business you need to be unique, you need to be different and you need to know have a brand and it's like I hope I'm still working on my business to stand out in its different way or in its own way. But um, what I was getting towards is that for years and years we've had to learn the new trends, move and shake and pivot and plan because what have we gone through? Um, We've gone through the CrossFit era. We've gone now the yoga resurgence, the Pilates resurgence. Uh, Now we've got all those F45s and body fits, Mm -hmm. the boot campers in the parks and everybody doing their own workouts in their backyards, the personal trainers doing their little businesses from their
0: garages.
1: <laughs> yes, my perseverance is there, Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean,
0: that is one thing that um, I admire of you is that you are always reinventing the wheel, bringing new things to your members. Uh, so it's not the same old, same old, you know, if you remember last year to a member this year, there's always something different and happening in the club. Mm. Now, in terms of covid we are now sort of being told now's the time to pivot and do this and that. But what about yourself? Is that what you're doing or are you just taking a step back from uh, that all?
1: And <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I, I took a step back. I, I would say a good uh, four weeks of just not thinking about it too hard. Really, it's taken that long to just digest, feel like um, the weight has been lifted off my shoulders a bit the guilt, the, um, all those things that you just said that I think about my personality has kept me in business this long are the things that have made me feel um, the guilt as well. So it has been, I have definitely spent the time doing the things that I enjoy. Um, luckily for me, I love the outdoors. I love exercising in my own outdoors. So that that restriction has worked well to fall for, for me. Um, I have three boys, which have really been quite easy during this time, as so long as they can knock themselves out on, you know, some PlayStation tech. and yeah. tech. <laughs> Now that school's come back, it's a bit different. But, um, yeah, I'm scared, love. I am really worried. Um, I have no idea how to pivot or what direction to go. I, I just need a sign from the government, whoever says, you know, what we're going to do. Um, I've been reading lots of blogs and lots of information, which is actually probably doing my head in more than yeah, anything. Yeah, Um, What's hard about that is there's so many different styles of fitness businesses that when information is given, I don't know what that business is about. Is it 50 people? Is it 10,000 people membership base? Is it – and everything, you know. So right at this moment, what I believe is necessary is that my customer needs to feel that we are looking after them when they come back mm-hmm. in um, a club that is sanitised, that is looking after at the um, social distancing ways to make them feel very safe and very comfortable when they do. When they do come back, we've put some new things in that make it feel a bit fresh, done a bit of rearrangement and brought in a little bit of a new activity so that once again, our industry is all about that new kickstart beginning, Yeah, 30-day yep. plan, six-day plan. So <laughs> maybe that's a little bit of my own personality, but I hope it's appreciated that when they walk through those doors again, that they're feeling like it's a new start Yeah. and then when they come in, there's a bit of a fresh new motivational feel and start for them to continue wanting
0: to be our customer. Definitely. Would you say that this has been the biggest challenge for you in your 20 years of business? Without a doubt,
1: Without a doubt, so much of the unknown. I don't think I've ever challenged anything that you at least knew a little or what, what direction to go <laughs> or what the trend of the country was saying. Uh, so in the dark right now, I have a few sleepless nights doubting do I really know my stuff? Am I a good business person? I don't know those answers because I don't know the direction out <laughs> and then I won't know if it's, it's a successful direction out. Um, do I have the energy, do I really have the energy to to redo all this because it is going to be a new beginning for everybody. Business does take a lot of energy. It does. Mental, physical, it's, yeah. Yeah. I did have a meeting um, with a couple of my key staff members the other day and I I was more honest with them and I don't know if they felt that. I just said, I need your help. I I really don't know what to do. Mm. All I know is what I don't want to do. Yep. And if it's an area you feel that we need to go, please, can you step up and help me? Yep. Can you take the reins and take control a little more than me? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you find as a businesswoman you have decision fatigue sometimes? Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Um, I have this little thing
1: that a few of my the people that I've dealt with over the years, I, just, I go for a run or I go for a bike ride and something clarifies me. I go into my exercise just such a full head of, oh, my God, what, 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 how, when, why? And I go and do my exercise and we have this thing called the zone. Mm -hmm. And it may only last a minute or two, but for some reason, and I'm not sure it's always the answer, but I come out clarified of a direction I'm just going to do, whether it works or not. Yep. So I suppose that's just that, like, um, maybe just stops the procrastination. Yeah. Just, Just do it.
0: My husband is exactly the same. He'll go for a run. Yep. Same thing. Comes back a whole new person. Yes. So I see it in you. I see it in him. <laughs> <laughs> and then me, and then the
1: non athlete. I non-athlete really <laughs> but I really don't like always saying it has to be a bad exercise. No, I'm a just, shower. Yeah. If I have a shower yeah, or a bath, yeah, it resets people. me. Resets. I read something recently and it did actually resonate with me about the things that don't reset you. So you know if you're you're working away and you go and have your lunch break, um, uh, let's imagine you're a bank worker and you're on lunch break, you go out and you get on your phone and you look at all the social media. That's not resetting you. That's, not, that's actually making you more mentally tired again. Mm. So you've really got to understand well the things that are a true break, a true reset. Yeah, that decompress. <laughs> that decompress. And like I said, my way is fitness and exercise yeah. and I hope everyone else has found their way because I think many people fully don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm also a really good power napper. Yeah. Yeah, really? really good, absolutely. <laughs> so long as I have dark and a total quiet place, mm-hmm. don't need an alarm or anything, um, I can do 15 minutes knocked out and wake up naturally, and I'm a whole new person.
0: Now, uh, in terms of uh, what you're doing though for your members at the moment, are you? Yeah, right now. So, um, plenty of communication in all those
1: mediums we talked about, but we have a private Facebook page where we do have some online workouts mm-hmm. going. I've picked, um, I've done a lot of research into three different companies that I believe deliver it really well. Well. Um, just very quickly, it, it's um, to be engaged online, you still need someone who cues well. So, you know, yeah. you know what exercises is coming up. Mm-hmm. The sound is good. The yes. direction is good. And a little bit of music. And, and those things aren't happening with general Zoom and all that sort of stuff. Um, so we're trying to keep our members engaged in that way. Uh, I'm also just trying to share just general, what are people doing to get through this time? Just like you're doing with me right now, which yeah. seems to be it's enough to make everybody feel good. Yeah. in our private groups yep. and just reassuring them of what that we are here we will we will open again <laughs> <laughs> Did I <say> that <laughs> um the the landscape will probably look different let's be honest yes. okay um and we are doing all those little things that keep us going the direction like i said of making the place look a little bit different mm. and feel for when they do come back um so i hope that's enough that our loyal members yeah. You know, love us and will and yeah. um That's all I can say.
0: (laughs) I wanted to ask, what's your view on free content? So giving workouts for free and that sort
1: of thing. Look, um, what I have to say is that I'm not big on free content. Of course you have to give free snippets Mm -hmm. of people to taste, okay, but I I don't believe in totally free. I don't think free has ever been valued in any single way and the people who do take on free just switch. There's so many options now. I know they're switching from the next... To the next, to the next, to get there, five days free, fourteen days free. Yep. They're, they're just not loyal. I'd like to think that you, your product that you gave free was so beyond and a far ahead of anyone else's that they came back to you yep. and then signed up to pay. I, but I just don't believe the person going for the free in the first place was never going to pay anyway. Mm. So it's a real tough one and I have learnt that lesson over 30 years of business. I've done the freebie in many different ways from the goodness of heart to just wanting to be liked for my, you know, and customers are loyal and they love us and everything like that but it just doesn't always work that way. And
0: I think in this time I was reading a little article um, on it and it was also the fact that if they're getting it for free now
1: that's what they're going to expect. How are we going to play that long game? So,
0: you know, um, we spoke offline about this as well in terms of what you're thinking about doing now. You're thinking long-term. So whatever you Mm. uh, implement now, you're... You're wanting to make sure that that is going to serve you well outside of, I suppose, the isolation period.
1: Our business model is going to change no matter what, Mm. even if it wasn't our choice, okay? So we have to bring in these new ways of business and to bring it in really well and appreciate it will have to come at a cost to everybody, you know, (laughs) let alone us at first. So, yes, that's why I haven't been jumping on really quickly to all the different types of um, live face stream and Zooms and things like that because the product I bring... I want it to be appreciated for the long term. Mm. Um, I still feel we haven't been out long enough for people to think that this is forever, that the change is going to be long term. I think we're six weeks in now. Does that sound yeah, about yep. right? Um, and because the talk is becoming a little more like, oh, we're on the right curve. We're on the flattening, aren't we? we? are, yes. And, and we all want hope. We naturally have hope with everything. So there's no reason for anybody to really jump on anything to pay at the moment because I think they're probably thinking we're going to go back to how it was. How it was,
0: yeah. It's just a pause. It's a pause. More people
1: but, are seeing as a pause. But until they find out that it's not the same mm-hmm. and it truly has changed for the forever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, lots of businesses, it will be different yes. when they come back. Yeah. You know, whether their offering is a little bit more niche or, um, yeah, there are different opening hours. There's so many impacts. And, mm. look, some businesses yep. won't come back. And, what, and customers um, hate inconsistency. Mm. A
1: business that's inconsistent is is not great. So if I start something now that it's totally different product in two months, three months or whatever yeah. – There'll be no faith in it to ever come back to it again. I know that from my own experience. I've looked at a few different things, and if it didn't capture me straight away, even just online shopping, you know how there's some really bad sites (laughs) and things like that? And I'll give it a second chance to see whether. Was it 10 clicks to get to checkout or was it one click? Yes. Okay. Very quickly I've made an assumption and I'm not going back again. (laughs) Okay. If it was a bad experience, that's the same in our world.
0: Yeah. And I suppose so many businesses have had to get online or have felt that pressure to get their shops online really quickly that there may have been some steps that are... I suppose, at a mist or Mm -hmm. that packaging. So making sure that every uh, parcel or order that goes out, you've still got your business touch points on it. So is there a thank you card? Is it wrapped beautifully? Have you got their email address and then contact them again later to make sure they're happy with their product? And isn't it a fully understandable fear because our
1: customers are loyal? And yeah. so, so we're trying to do all this stuff really quickly to keep them it's loyal. It's the quickness of it, the isn't quickness it? The yeah. of it. And will it work? We'll, mm. we'll have to find out. Yeah, we will. Will it go against us or for us? I'm not sure. But right now, patiently, I know that I can't deliver it really well mm-hmm. right now. And I will be something I want to do long term. So I just need that patience to, uh, and hopefully my customers yeah. will be with me on that.
0: Definitely. Now, uh, we're, I suppose in Bendigo, we're quite a close knit community. Uh, you know, have you spoken with any other business owners about how they're feeling at the moment, uh, the struggles that they're going through? Um,
1: I, I, I do speak to business owners often of very different types of businesses everywhere. Um, I've, I've said once and I've said before um, it's great that we're part of a small community because we do talk about lots of things but I don't always think we're totally honest with each other. You really have to know a business owner well and build trust with that person for them to divulge their true financials, how business is really going because on a whole most business owners will, even in good times, will yeah. say, oh, at good times and bad times is always. Yep. No, going well. Going mm. well because haven't we been trained to say? I was going to say, why do we do that? Yeah, we've been trained to say a whole life never ever to say you're doing bad because yeah. people don't jump on to help you during bad times. <laughs> on a whole, they don't. Or well, if it's a fundraiser, maybe just for that fundraiser and that's it. But yeah. not in the long term, is it? No. Um, so yes, I- I'll be honest with you. I um, obviously. It's very different discussion because you only just assume, well, your business is closed. I can't ask you, or did you have, you know, cash flow in the oh, background? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and are you doing okay in that way? And will you survive to open? They're not questions unless you're really um, close with somebody or it's that a business partner ask. that you can ask. Yeah. So that that has been a little challenging, um, particularly for someone like yourself, who I will give you my honest answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I respect and yeah. I love it
1: um but i've got I've, uh, there's been once again just the speaking and the conversing together is still a help yes you know, of um understanding all the different things that people may be challenging in different ways that they will share mm. so. so it's
0: finding that person in your business in a circle i yes. suppose that you can be honest with um otherwise you feel like you're going at it alone and that that you are the failure mm. you know if they're saying oh yeah we're fine we're yeah. doing you know and you think, well, gosh, I'm on my last paycheck here, I'm not too sure... How I'm supposed to navigate the next, you know, couple of weeks? Yeah, and
1: like one of the challenging and disappointing things is, I mean, once again, it's great being part of a smaller community. Um, we're not touched as hard by when changes happen so dramatically, like that thing. But on the other hand, in the gym world, in this small community, we are so competitive that we share nothing. I don't share anything with any other gym person in Bendigo, not because I don't want to. It just seems to be the unspoken rule. We just mm. don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whereas. I'm on all my particular groups to do with fitness, Australia-wide, of everything else where everything is shared. But for some reason, as a community in my fitness world, we we hold it very close. The card's very close. Wow,
0: that competitiveness.
1: Yeah, so I'm relying... On similar but not the same businesses, like you said, coffee shops, beauticians, mm. people in business in those ways. Of uh, course, we are retail. That I don't think people realise that. Gym yeah. is considered retail. It is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to get To get a feel for the environment from them because it is highly disappointing. And it's not like we haven't tried over the years, but something about the Bendigo community and the fitness industry – They won't share the honesty. There you go. Mm. Uh,
0: Now, I'd mentioned at the top that you are a mentor for me and it's selfishly so that, you know, when I'd come in, I'd sit here (laughs) and I would just get so much from you, uh, you know, and take away and implement in my own business. But one of the quotes that just always sits with me, uh, you'd said to me, yeah, so don't (laughs) waste time worrying about what other people think. And let's just really highlight that word
1: waste because that's exactly what it is, a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it, it's like,
0: you know, you get 10 five-star reviews, but you'll get one sort of not so great review and you'll just sit on that and wonder why doesn't that person like it why did they why did they unsubscribe again (laughs)
1: different personalities take those things on and I think it hurts most that when you're doing your passion project and that's your work that one thing can really hurt yeah and you don't want to hear it but um I have learned maybe it was already part of my personality over the years to to not take on board that those things so much of what people have to say when it is negative. Yeah. I can move on. Um, and I think I, I learnt really quickly that it was, it was just an excuse to procrastinate even longer. All right, more than anything because once if you kept thinking about that bad review or, or that opinion of somebody, you just wasted time not going ahead doing what you had to do.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: um, and if you don't try things, you'll never know if they're going to work or not one way or the other. But we were just speaking about that a little earlier about certain areas of how you can be turned off and on really quickly and I tried to explain to you to not take it personally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying to flex that muscle, and yeah, look, my husband's the same. Um, he doesn't get hung up on other people's opinions, and it, it's just like, how do I, how do I get that trait? How do I work in that uh, resilience? I'm not sure what. But you it's still, call it, it's but... still
1: a huge challenge to not there's the extreme of not listening to people and their ideas and so forth that could really resonate yeah. to a better answer yep. isn't it <laughs> to not listening at all so it's still a learned thing you've got to practice it is put it into a bucket let your instinct feel for what feels right for you but I think it is the message is move on really quickly from that stuff
0: now, the podcast is called A Friend of Mine. Obviously, you're a friend of mine and um, I was just wondering, do you have someone in your life that you would like to shout out that we all need to know about? Oh, I would love to shout out this person's name but they would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but I will share that this
1: person, um, I probably don't tell them enough and when I leave this podcast, I'm going to let her oh, know. Good. Okay. But someone um, I meet up with only every second day who comes on my exercise with me and the conversations we have um, Oh my God, they just go they're so extreme from one thing to another, but we we get so much joy from it. Um, that's one thing. they've helped me during my isolation to get me on with the food that I needed, when I couldn't get out. and I generally really enjoy their company. Can I be we don't always see eye to eye on the same things? Um, she doesn't like it when I tell her to, um, behave a certain way when things haven't worked for her. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be honest, when she's she'll say things that makes me think about myself... Oh, Brakita, you really need to be a bit kinder. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I mean. I've yeah. learned of her because yep. she's taught me that. <laughs> yep. And uh, But she's not on Facebook. She barely ever comments on anything. She doesn't like her photo being taken. So I'm
0: sorry I can't share her name. Oh, one of those people. <laughs> Again, I have one of those in my life as well. Um, thank you for being on the podcast, Brakita. I always love sitting down with you. Uh, as I said, I just love the mentor relationship that we have and um, I just, you know, we're in completely different industries industries (laughs) and there's just so much that I can uh can learn from you and and maybe that's uh some advice for other people looking for a mentor maybe look outside of the industry that you're in so Mm -hmm. if you are in beauty therapy or uh, um, accounting or something look for someone else out in another industry that you know could bring a whole new uh set of advice tips knowledge to the board yeah, exactly, and and that's frightening for some people because mm. it's not
1: their it's not their safe community of discussion yeah. and talk, is it? No, but um, oh gosh, the wealth of knowledge and other things that you can uh, discover and learn and educate on just by speaking to someone totally different. So long as you have that, uh, how can I say, there's that barrier or a wall where you're not judging that person because they have that opinion. Mm. You may not yep. even you may not even like what they're saying or even resonate with what they're saying but I can assure you you will learn something
0: you will <laughs> that's and that's what it's all about yeah whether you're sharing your knowledge because mm. it's no good to keep it to yourself no Yep. Knowledge shared is always more powerful. And uh, yeah, as long as you're learning something all the time, as long as you can just take one thing away. Uh, and I know that those that are listening today will definitely take something away. And if they haven't already, jump onto the Oak Magazine website, you can read a Brick article on there as well. And uh, yeah, We'll wait till I launch some (laughs) other product. Thank you, my friend, for being a friend. thank you. And now I'll show you how to to find the podcast on your phone, how to subscribe and listen and rate. (laughs) My tech friend. Thank you. Now, before you take off with all that inspiration and knowledge, we'd love for you to leave a review on our podcast so that we can continue to amplify women's voices in the media. And if you have any questions... We'd like to celebrate a win. Can always connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at OakMagazineAU. I'm so glad we've met and that now you know a friend of mine.